What's shaking you tubanites? Welcome to Lords of the Lombox presents the cover price comic book shakers of the week. Uh, Shake it uh, up. for uh, the day before Man. Disney Plus Day. It's Veterans uh, Day, everybody. Happy, happy Veterans Day, day to yeah, everyone who served. Yeah, man, what a great day. Hey. All right. I was also served in the military, but I did something wrong. So basically, my commanding officer made me a chef on a ship, um, but I really couldn't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) (laughs) people are like, what the fuck? If you grew up in the the 90s, you know exactly what I'm talking about, man. But (laughs) I do believe there was a request for some DJ lady style. So uh, you know what? Let's get this party started while you guys are congregating with a little DJ lady style. Mm Try to get at you. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. And if a get an attitude. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. Pop it like it's hot. I got the rollie on my own and I'm pouring Sean down and I'm over Cause I got it going on. Go shorty, it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. Go shorty, it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. Go shorty, it's your birthday. We gon' party like it's your birthday. Get your damn hands up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, one of my yeah. favorites, man. It's a way to start Absolutely. a show, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Six copyright dings and all. That's how <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. it's okay. It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> and that's why, as long as the channel's still up, it's like, hey, mm-hmm. the copyright dings, you can monitize it. I don't give a shit. Nobody's so, hey, paid for this. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. We have a 
packed show today. Uh, you got a chance to go 13 for 13 or 0 for Shake 13. Shake baby. Yeah, I will tell you this. There are no books on here older than 1981. So, uh, Ooh, you know, really? so we'll leave that out there. So, uh, once again, this is uh, the comic book Shakers of the Week, sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for all your price guides, collections, and trends, movers, shakers, the top 10 list. Also, they're doing a giveaway. So, if you're uh, interested, go check it out. They're giving away, uh, what the hell is this book called? It's one of those weird titles, man. It's called... Uh, What's the furthest place from here? Uh, and you get a chance to win. Um, two winners will each win all eight covers. Tyler Boss, Marco Strong, Scotty Young, Brian Bendis, Martin Sands, 1 in 25, Courtney Menard, 1 in 50, Jennifer Zahn, 1 in 75, and Jennifer Zahn, Virgin, 1 in 100. Beautiful. Right? All you have to do is go here. I'm going to pop the link. The ironic there. thing is the person on the cover is... Not a virgin. (laughs) So go ahead and uh, all you have to do is click on that link to enter. Uh, Good luck to you all. Also, we'll be doing the drawing later on for the free Swamp Dogs book. So uh, stay tuned for that, man. We got a packed show, but uh, also show is sponsored by our friends over KRSComics.com. Use discount code LOTLB to get 15% off any KRS Comics exclusives. Uh, Tomorrow, we got they got a little special Black Knight. So the Dark Knight okay. Black Label, that magazine size sneaker variant by Mike Mark uh, Mike Mayhew. Uh, tr- you got the yeah, uh, trade dress, limited trade dress, I guess is what they're calling it. It's not truly a virgin. It's a limited trade dress and the regular trade dress drops tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific or excuse me, 5 Eastern noon, 5 Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Gosh, darn it. All right. Well, there you go. So, like I said, this is a little bit of bonus uh, this week. Uh, don't let the graphic fool you, man, because uh, there's some other stuff on here that we're going to talk about it. So, well, let's get right to it, boys and girls. So, remember, there's actually 13 books on this week's list. So, let's get right to it. What do we got? Shaking up the list first, Jack. Well, here's where uh, that little three fur comes in, because um, we're going to be talking about Akira homages. And homage covers are a massive trend right now. Even with the overabundance of retailer variants, homage variants frequently jump up in price and popularity. Case in point, Akira homages are a growing trend. These were the specific Akira homages trending this week. And the first one, the one you're looking at on your screen right there, is the Bitterroot number one, My Comic Shop eBay variant, which was limited to 500 copies that Image put out in 2018. This week, this book sold two raw copies at $255 and $258, which is quickly catching up to its all-time high of $338 for a CGC 9.8. Next, we're going to talk about MFKZ number one from Alan Kwa, the Akira homage limited to 500 copies, which comes from Behemoth Comics. Shout out to Kevin and Nate. In 2021, and Alan Qua is one of our favorite cover artists right now with his rising star and seeing how hot bitter root has done uh, book has done. This is one homage that will also continue to increase this week. It hit a new high raw sale of 600 or $66 and 60 cents. Keep an eye on this one. Keep it on your radar. Uh, and last but not least, we got big two. And we're looking at Static Season 1, number 4 from Nicholas Draper Ivy in DC Comics in 2021. And this Static Covers among is uh, the most recent as it just came out. 
Pre-sales were super hot with copies selling for a high of $39. Upon release, it settled down to $15. And while it lacks the scarcity of the other two books, this is one book to track down now and tuck away in your collection. This is a very subtle homage cool, to Akira, right? Cool. It's very, yeah. it's it's very subtle. Who, Not who's like the uh, artist on this one, yeah. Uh, Nicholas Draper, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Nicholas, Nicholas Draper. Draper Ivy. Ivy. Yeah. This one is cool because if you notice, Akira's motorcycle is just a little scooter. Uh, what? <laughs> what does MFKZ stand for? I'm gonna just say. Ah, uh, um, come on, man. Obvious. I mean, you know. I mean, is that what it is? Yeah. Really? yeah. Okay. That's and this mean. one is the most probably, you know true homage i mean even if the motorcycle looks different um i remember right about the shutdown reopened last october do you remember that and theaters were open at least in southern california and orange county for about uh, a month and i got to see the anniversary edition 4k or whatever of um akira on the big screen um and it was trippy i mean it was just because i hadn't seen it in forever but seeing on the big screen was pretty cool man so uh there you go for your first three are um akira homages all right what do we got up next all right up next we've got the all new ghost rider issue number one the felipe smith one in 25 variant originally published in 2014 from marvel comics now it sounds likely that ghost rider will be included in the mcu at some point the question is what version and where could we eventually even see several at the same time i don't know either way this issue's first appearance of Robbie Reyes is picking back up. This 1 in 25 variant had an all-time high sale of $1,000 for a CGC 9.8, and that is double the last 9.8 sale of only 500 bucks back in August of 2020. Man. What right, do you think it's going to be? Toward the end of the show, I'll tell you guys what I was given is going to be dropping tomorrow. And I re re reached out to Mikey my, Sutton, my source, and asked him, hey, is this still true that what's going to be dropping tomorrow? So I was given a list of there's been roughly 31 MCU projects in development right now. Most of them are majority Disney+. Plus. And the word I got is these are most probably to be announced in some fashion or form, uh, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, and I will drop that list in the live chat or I'll just say it out loud shit because uh, I do have it written somewhere. I just need to copy and paste it. So all new Ghost Rider number one. And um, that's uh, alluding to what I'm getting to is I'm hearing there's going to be a Ghost Rider announcement tomorrow. So that's probably why people are picking this book up because, you know, um, you know, for the longest time, this book has just been gestating right uh, after Ronnie, uh, Robbie Reyes appeared in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. got a little bump and then kind of went away. And then uh, Hulu, what Jeff Loeb was going to do, Ghost Rider or some iteration that got canceled. So, uh, you know, for the better, man. And Feige, we trust. Let Feige do it instead of uh, Jeff. I got Lopes. the one with the hamsters on it. <laughs> yeah, but which one do you get? Are all of them just going to keep being on fire until we hear something? Well, I mean, it's use your common sense. I mean, Ghost Rider number one is a high print run, uh, even in 2014. So, one in 25 in 2014 was pretty rare. One in 25, one in 50, that's where the market seems to be trending. You know, variants are, you know... Um, it's amazing to me that old variants are starting to people are really starting to pick them up again. You know, before it was like, you know, wait a year and you can get it for dirt cheap, but not anymore. The market is bonkers. So on the Ghost Rider, number one, the Felipe Smith one in 25 variant from March 2014. The first appearance of uh, Robbie Reyes or, you know, I think he may have been in a preview book before that, but I'm just going to go with that first. Rate. Anyway. All right. What do you got up next? Amazing Spider-Man 688. This is J. Scott's Campbell, the lizard variant one in 50. 
when J. Scott Campbell's critics claim that he can only do the same female cover over and over, fans will point to this cover and show how talented he is. Yes, Campbell has found that niche market that features primarily female characters, yet it's clear that this consistency in his current art does really well for him. Yet you can see in this variant alone how we get uh, to where he is today. This 1 in 50 variant came during a time when Marvel print runs were at an all-time low. This 1 in 50 was very tough to find and rarely comes up for sale. One did last week, selling a CGC 9.8 for a massive new high of $3,215. Hold that thought, Ryan. You know what that deserves? Pay him. Pay that man his money. <laughs> pay, pay that man his McRib. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of McRibs, man. Uh, 32, uh, 15, man. Uh, but you know what? I've always said that. Like, J. Scott Campbell draws a woman great. If you look at some of his stuff when he was working on Amazing Spider-Man, he, he has a... He, he, I mean, he drew Peter Parker, you know, and, you know, so, so, or if you all go back to what? It was Gen, Gen 13. 13 stuff. Yeah, yeah Gen 13. I mean, you know, but, you know, but this, when he's drawing monsters, I mean, this is, this is dope. Plus it's a, we just talked about it back in 2012. I mean, were people ordering 50, 100 of these, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, so there you go. One in 50, uh, those variants, man, they're coming up. All right. Uh, so Amazing Spider-Man 668, the J. Scott Campbell Lizard, one in 50 variant now i gotta I'll, I'll go all the way back up to my things and find out where i was at all right what's up, what's up next on the list next we're looking at contest of champions number one the lionel u one in 25 incentive that marvel dropped in 2015 and our favorite mystical korean shape-shifting nine-tailed white fox is heating up the aftermarket if you recall this book was highlighted in cover prices what the watcher watches in their November 19th, 2020 newsletter. Back when Raws were selling for $40 and a 9.8 had sold for $290. Almost one year later, here we are again. However, Raws are now hitting as high as 200 and a 9.8 just sold for a huge 800. Marvel seems to be developing her more as she appears in books like Iron Fist and Death of Doctor Strange. Note, she's visible to two other, in two other covers of this book's variants, more prominently on the Ron Lim Connecting cover. And that book is more affordable with a fair market value of $35 raw and would be a good book to jump on as the U1 in 25 becomes more and more unaffordable. Yeah, so I mean, when you first saw this in 2015, you thought, hey, it's like, the original miniseries, right? The Contest of Champions. This is based off of the the mobile game Contest of Champions, right? Or whatever weird game that was out at the time. Because, you know, I, I remember uh, seeing this and um, thinking, wow, Contest of Champions. But it was really, you know, if you think about the, the other, I think it was Maestro also appeared in one of the Contest of Champions or something. Because there was these weird little power-ups that they referred to in the comics, if you remember. Was that Contest of Champions? Am I, am I thinking the right game? Because uh, I don't play it. But I remember reading it, and I was thinking, what, what are these power-ups that they're talking about? So maybe somebody in the live chat can illuminate that on us. Uh, uh, since we are well, almost halfway there, let's do one more before we uh, talk about our new sponsors. So uh, Contest of Champions, issue number one, the U, 1 in 25 variant from 2015. All right. 
uh, like I told you, we don't have many old books on this list, but this one is on there. But I'm going to say you're going to get an offer. Yeah, I don't know about this one. Yeah, I never. Right? Love and Rockets, issue number one, originally published in 1981 from Los Brothers Hernandez. Now, self-published in 1981, the Hernandez brothers unknowingly made comic book history by blazing a trail for not just Latin creators, but independent comics as a whole. They were way ahead of their time and featured mostly people of color, female, and LGBTQ characters. Eventually moving over to Fantagraphics, Love and Rockets focused on a blend of short stories that were part telenovela, science fiction, and superhero based. Depending on which brother had the writing duties for the series, it could be comedic one issue and serious the next. Creators like Crumb, Alan Moore, Matt Fraction, and Neil Gaiman have all been on record stating how influential they were on their work. This week's new Raw sale of $750 is a steal for such a highly influential comic. It truly is a must-have for comic book history buffs. Yeah, so in the late 80s and 90s, Levin Rockets were, I mean, at the height of independent comics, I remember Levin Rockets was a thing, and they drew... Latinas, how they should be. They weren't like super buxom or this. And it was just a regular chick. She had big thighs and, you know, it's just <laughs> what it was. But and at the time, it was confusing, too, because there was an indie uh, alternative rock band called Love and Rockets as well. If you remember that for you uh, 80s kids. Uh, but they're Love and Rockets. I, I did not know this was a, came out in January of 1981. This is a good find at $750 for a raw comic. I mean, I, I don't know why Love and Rockets hasn't been adapted yet by Netflix or something like that. I think it would be a gr something great. Uh, for them to work on but um so 11 rockets number one from 1981 uh while we take a little break here we want to introduce you to our new uh sponsor myslabs.com tired of paying one ten percent for your ebay fees go and join the one percent revolution tired of paying ten percent fifteen percent or more to sell your cards comics and digital collectibles how does one percent sound too good to be true well not anymore MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slabbed comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Join the 1% revolution. Go check out MySlabs.com. You can uh, buy, uh, you know... They have trading cards, digital com, uh, NFTs, whatever the hell, uh, wax sealed wax packs of uh, stuff and slabs. So go peep them out. If you're tired of getting raped by eBay, if I'm talking about figurative, not really literally. I mean, <laughs> as far as you know, and fees and everything. All right, so uh, we go from Love and Rockets number one to a gorgeous, gorgeous cover. I love this. Is my my favorite cover on this list. This is Psylocke number one. This is the second print from back in 2009. The Psylocke Forestry miniseries has always been popular with its great story and solid David Finch cover art. Issue 1 has already been a premium item with CGC 9.8 copies recently going for over $300. Lesser known is the very hard to find second print with internal art used on the wraparound cover from Harvey Tillibo. Sure. Uh, yeah. With a meager 22 universal CGC 9.8 copies on the census out of a total of 44 graded universal copies, it's about time this book took a big leap. 
High-grade raw copies consistently hit over $100, and a CGC 9.6 recently went for $304. However, we just now hit an all-time high of just shy of $900 for a CGC 9.8 copy. Let me blow this up so you can see how bad yeah, it's, this, it's I mean, it's dope. It Hands. Yeah. With a sale yeah. like that going, it's going to get harder and harder to find a cheap copy of this book. Yeah. So I, I hope you that. already have it. Yeah. I mean, that is. But totally, it is gorgeous. Typically, I don't like the um, the reprints or, you know, second print variants they do where they just take internal art. But if you're going to take internal art, do a gorgeous wraparound cover and put it on a snap. You know, I know this is silly, but I would love to have like CGC for these wraparound covers, open them up and slab them open so you have the art. No way. Well, that's my opinion. Find the original that's, art. I'll do it for myself. <laughs> Go right. buy the original art and get that. So just a quick Original thing. art so, is probably uh, way more than a comic book. Went down the rabbit hole since some, you know, people were, uh, somebody left a comment that, you know, we said there's only two of these on the census on a particular book. So I went the ra- down the rabbit hole and did the research for you. Just because it doesn't, it ha- to be in the census, you need to add it to a set. So I took an example. I, there was a 9-8 that was on eBay. I searched uh, this, the regular CGC serial number, and it came up. I searched the census, and it didn't come up because a lot of people just don't do sets anymore. So sometimes, you know, when the census is somewhat accurate, and sometimes it's not. On the more rare books, you know, the CGC hardcore will add it to their set. But, you know, if we say there's only four in the census and you see that there's two up for sale right now, that means if you look up the serial number, it can you can find it on the CGC.com website where you just look up serial numbers and it tells you what it is. But if you actually look up the census, that's different. You somebody, you as a CTC user need to add it to your set for it to be part of the census. I hope that makes sense to everybody and answers your question. But I went down the rabbit hole and found that out last week. But all right. So uh, coming in next is Psylocke number one, the Harley Tillabow second print variant from 2009. Another, another, another variant from like a while ago. All right. What do we got up next? All right. Well, we're going to stay with Marvel and second prints. And we're looking at the Punisher number 218 from Clayton Crane, the second print that Marvel dropped in 2017. And there's a prevailing rumor of the Punisher being introduced into the in-development Disney Plus series Armor Wars, specifically featuring Frank Castle piloting a version of the Iron Man suit. While this concept is hard to believe, it did happen in the comic books. And it's in this issue of the Punisher where the Punisher dons the War Machine armor for the first time via the cover and the cameo inside the issue. The rumor has pushed issues number 218 and 219, which is, of course, comic books, the first full appearance in the armor, to big prices. This hard-to-find second print just sold for an all-time high sale of $600. While the concept is cool, this book is a big gamble. And I would say sell them if you got them. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see Frank Castle in a... Uh, somebody says that's not a clean crane, so let's look it up. Look it up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Marvel Punisher. Let's, Did anybody uh, read this run? I've never no. read this run. Uh, so this was... Is this the lenticular? So let me see. Good question, man. Um We'll have to figure that out. Somebody do the research we'll for back that time. But uh, we'll yeah, it definitely doesn't look like Clayton Crane style. But um, 
you know, who knows? Anyway, so they it's uh, Punisher two eighteen. So I'm at it's it's a wide spec. I meant, but uh, oops, sorry about that. Um, but you know, you never know. So um, it could be. I meant, um, but I you know. From all I'm saying is they're going to give, you know, Frank Castle his introduction, you know, outside, you know, on his own. Um, and, you know, um, it would be weird if he just showed up on, you know, Armor Wars, right? And just be like, hey, uh, you know, can I show up and use your armor <laughs> to take something out? So, you know, because I think they'd have to do a proper introduction. All right. So Punisher 218. All right. What do we got up next? Here's a rare one. All right. Next. This is rare. I want one now. <clears throat> Star Wars Galaxy Edge, issue number one, the Imagineering variant, originally published in 2019 from Marvel Comics. Now, we've written about this book several times now, but that was back when we were covering raw 9.6 and 9.4 copies. This very hard to find variant was only given out to the Imagineers who worked on the Star Wars Galaxy Edge land. Other Disney cast variants were... Uh, and other Disney cast variants were a little more accessible as they were given to most cast members. However, the exclusivity and rarity of this variant have proven to be a modern grail for Star Wars fans. This week's first and only 9.8 copy came to the aftermarket and sold for an incredible $4,100. Wow, wow, wow. Damn it. I thought wow. I had this too because uh, my my girlfriend is a uh, annual pass holder at Disneyland. She goes all the time. And, and I've taught her, I was like, look, when every time you see a park exclusive variant, I want you to snatch it up for me, you know? But now that I'm finding out that they only gave this to Imagineers, uh, for those who are not like, versed in Disney lore or Imagineers are the people who work on a lot of the, the rides and, and things. If you watch... You know, if you have Disney Plus, there is a whole Disney section, by the way. And there's some great documentaries on there. And they talk about like uh, there's one that talks about like how the park opened and Walt Disney and how they had to get things ready. It was a hot day in Orange County that day. Everything didn't work and the lines were still out, you know, and it, and it talks about how um, the Imagineers thought up different things. It's pretty cool if you like that kind of history stuff like I do. So, um, you know, uh, you know, check it out just just all about marvel check out some of the other stuff you know so anti-hero uh collectibles says crane did the regular cover and tim bradstreet was the second print yeah some other people said that too yeah um remember the old lenticular covers good lord uh that was a thing all right, so uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, issue number one, only handed out to Imagineers who worked at the Galaxy's Edge. Wow, that's awesome. Now I, need, I, now I want this even more. <laughs> that's all right. Right. Very cool. What, all right, what do we got up next? Sticking to the modern theme. Yeah, Transformers Universe number one. This is the official Transformers Collectors Convention, Unicron uh, variant, and it was limited to 100 copies from 3H Enterprises from back in 2003. So behold, one of the rarest and most sought-after Transformer comics of all time. For the past 10 years, this Unicorn variant was a true ghost, only popping up once every few years. When those copies hit the market, they all went for big money, usually well over $1,000. However, one near-mint copy hit the market for the first time in two years and sold for $565. So how did such a high demand 
rare book go for only half of its market value? Well, the reason lies in the listing header, leaving out keywords like Unicron and OF or OTFCC uh, helped keep this hidden from any collector searching for this book who had a notification on their safe searches. It was sold by a large volume magazine retailer who listed it as Hasbro Transformers Universe issue number one, Abduction 2003 alternative cover. Oh my God. <laughs> of course, oh, those lucky enough to stumble across the listing weren't going to share it, helping it stay well under market value and making one of the f- most fantastic stealth buys in a very, very long Kudos time. to them. Yes, yes, yes. It for that, for man. Wow, beautiful. Yeah. I, I am a collector of rare Transformers variants, and this has been like the grail. And the idea that somebody was able to grab that for under a thousand stuns me. It pisses you off, is what it does. No, <laughs> no, 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 like, no, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, I got, I got to see the listing now to see because it sold right around uh, November fifth to see. Like, uh, good lord, how did they can mess that up? And then kudos to whoever, like, you know, the people who bid on it, who realize, you know, you know, expand your search horizons. I remember there used to be a thing on people like search for misspellings for certain things you know mm. when they come up you know just that and the other so uh man there you go somebody scored and somebody's getting fired for <laughs> well apparently they don't care you know but uh still pretty dope man but uh kudos to them 565 for a thousand dollar book man all right what we go from transformers to boom oh, there you go now we're talking about a book everybody should have, and if they don't, it's time to get one. We're looking at War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, number two, from Marvel in 2019. War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, number two, features the first appearance in the story of Swordmaster after he appeared on the cover of number one along with the other members of the team. It took a while before the buzz caught up to this issue, and 9.8 copies are still selling for $100 or under uh, until February of this year. As rumors of New Agents of Atlas MCU appearance began percolating, uh, collectors started snapping this book up uh, too, and by March, 9.8 copies were hitting $150 and then $200 in August. And then this week, we saw a new high sale of $259.95. Raw copies are also getting pricey with a current fair market value of $50. Marvel has been quite favorable with Arrow and Swordmaster, giving each character their own solo series and introducing them into the future fight video game. Uh, then bringing them into stories and established characters such as Iron Man and Shang-Chi. Uh, although they may be confusing to some longtime collectors, these characters offer Marvel an East meets West manga comic uh, position uh, that is tapping into new markets. And I would also add that Swordmaster is going to be the next Iron Fist in that new series launching early 2022. So I think that's probably yeah. playing into it as well. Exactly. Um, and I think I have this. I Don't get, remember, this is the part of War of the Realms. After this, they had their own solo uh, miniseries, I think, called just New Ages of Valley. Yeah, this yeah. Is it's, part easy, of- it's easy to mix those two yeah. up when you're at first appearance hunting. And, and Matt's right on his description here. Like, number one came out and people were immediately on it. Um, but you know, like a lot of speculators out there, they're, they're following the trend. They're not reading the book. So what they missed was that Swordmaster really didn't appear in the first issue and that he appears here and he definitely is a prominent key member of this group. So, 
yeah. this is a this is a no-brainer pickup and it's one of those books that as much as it's gone up it's probably still like in the early stages of this book's like spec development yeah all the new agents of atlas i mean i i'm Absolutely. definitely thinking you're gonna see it in in you know uh by the time shang chi gets a sequel or, or along those lines but i think i have this entire run too i have to look i have a bunch of agents of atlas book war of the realms Agents of atlas when because i was specking it for a uh, wave uh war of the realms number one uh new agents yep. of atlas and i had gotten a mika siwan uh, variant that was the the reason why the book popped originally was because way of the first filipino superhero well uh, that's what's so amazing about that book is having wave having arrow having Swordmaster. Ha you know you've got all of these characters you can you just need one of them to hit yeah that's it boys and girls we're gonna go and see what's shaking today we're yeah, also gonna yeah. do the giveaway for swamp dogs also by the way if you want this is a book that uh, is part of the cover price uh giveaway that they have on their website uh it is for um hold on let me drop the link in the live chat and then you could uh, it's very easy to enter just go and hit up that link and it's your chance to win uh what did i call it again oh geez i forgot what's the first uh, place from here uh, what's the what's furthest the place from here? Yeah, so you get a chance to win. Um, two winners will win each of all eight covers. Cover A by Tyler Boss. Cover B by Marcos Martin. Cover C, Scotty Young. Cover D, Michael Bend Brian Bendis. Cover E. Wait, is that Brian Michael Bendis, the writer? It is. Yep. He's, wow, he did a cover. Okay. Martin Simmons, one in 25. Courtney Menard, one in 50. And, of course, Jenny Frizon, one in 75. And one in 100. Um, uh, don't go away, boys and girls. We're gonna give away some swamp dogs, but we got to see what's shaking today. I gotta get some like a uh, quick little uh, something while I get it ready. So you know what you're gonna guys gonna get? You're gonna get bars. You know bars. What I'm yeah, you're gonna get bars. What's Straight bars? Up. The baddest on the microphone apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme, often eyes are dropping a tear. It's so beautiful, it's America's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat, I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats, lump of some like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind you. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. You're nervous is the impervious wordsmiths. Hanging out in Rafa's new crib come with the verses. Yeah. Bars <laughs> come with the verses. That's what oh, you call man. bars, son. All right, let's go see what's shaking on coverprice.com today. These are shake the it, shakers shake from today. Hey, I got two of them. Look right at there. you. Yeah, that throne book. Holy cow, it's in 3000 and 9.8. The Matina 1 and 50 for wow. Thron Origin. First appearance of Elo Vanta. Vanto, I said all right. They always got weird names. So this is the highest known value, uh, three thousand and fifty-two dollars. Wow! It's it's all leading up to Disney Day, you know. Because remember, it's not just uh, Marvel Disney Plus stuff. It's also Disney and Star Wars stuff. And it's fully expect an Obi Wan trailer to drop tomorrow. I think that will break the internets. You think? Absolutely. Um, and let's go with some G.I. Joe, man. What's cool. this? Oh yeah. Couple oh, solid cool. right there. 
featuring the new October Guard. Uh, this is. Uh, I think I had that thing, that toy. G.I. Joe 101 Direct Edition from 1990. 950 and a 9.8. Good lord, wow. man. Man, there was a while where nobody gave a shit about G.I. Joe comics, man. But, uh, Except this guy, with, man. Sticking <laughs> with the Star Wars theme Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Malik. Malik Unleashed. That's dope. O- Old Republic stuff is going to explode. If they that's where well, the, movie's the rumor going. is that the uh, so Rogue Squadron, the Patty Jenkins project, got pushed back. And the latest rumor is they're going to be doing the Old Republic and the High Republic. So don't sleep right. on those High Republic books, you know, because there's a reason they came out with all those comics. Nine right. sold yesterday. Um, oh, and it wasn't even just the comics, man. You've got you've got like the no- books, novelizations, novels, right? the, the oh, children's yeah. books. They they put such a full court press on that. Like if you couldn't read between the tea leaves, there. That's yeah. I was like rookie speculating. Yeah, I've 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 held on to every one of my High Republic books. Oh brand, so. man, yeah, I the three X the three X flip ain't worth it. I don't want to see that book. Hurry up, really? Scroll, scroll through Which one? Scroll, this one, Spider. No, that JLA book. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. First appearance of Spider Girl made a Parker child of Spider Man in a kind of um, a what if. So it's uh, you know. Who knows? Could be canon now, but seven seventy-five for nine point eight. I remember this book was hot for a minute, and uh, who knows? It could be getting hot again. But who knows how they'll come? Sorry, we won't bring up this uh, Justice League book. Ryan. You want to bring it up? No, no. Uh-uh. no let's look at this awesome Thor cover, though. Look yeah, at that Alex cool. Ross sketch, seventy-fifth anniversary. I got one the color version of that one. That is nice. Six hundred dollars and nine point eight seems pretty cheap to me, man. Pretty cover, pretty cover. This book, I always like talking about it because uh, it has a very big cult following. First appearance of the Crow from Caliber Press, obviously uh, one of the most underrated movies with Brandon Lee in it. The first one, five twenty nine for a raw comic, raw dog man. J O Bar, such nice. a great movie, man. Such man, a that's got to be hard to get a nine eight on that. Right, book. it's all yeah. black. Ironically, I mean, he was killed with a live round on set, and we just, you know, recently the movie Russ is t- what the. I have this. And I was just talking about this. I have, uh, which one do I have? Because I serious? remember I talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. You showed it the other day. Which one do I have? Uh, do I have number one? I, may I think it was. One. Was yeah. that it? Let's see. Yeah, I want to say that was it. Let me see here. I could probably go look for it, but yeah. Yeah, number one looks familiar. You know what? I got it over here. I'll just go and grab it. But, um, yeah, so issue number four, four twenty nine for raw comic. Hold on, man. Nah, raw nah, I pull comic. A raw. What year is this thing from? He's too far, and I, I can't see when this thing was published. Is this pre code horror? Why is he on this? I missed out on the story. Yeah, this is pre code. He bought it because he's a Redskins fan. The Washington Redskins. Yes. <laughs> So since it had Redskins, but on it the says cover. Redskins on the cover. Oh, okay. I, I can you see know. there's a connection. So he's pumped that he's seeing this on here, right? Yeah, now. a raw comic. I put it about four twenty nine. Oh, here it is. I do have it. Here it is. Hey, shout out to the chat who's hanging out with us, and you know, every Thursday, thanks for hanging out with us. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. If you are enjoying the show, take a moment right now. Go ahead and hit that thumbs up. It's all right. It's all Let me right. Show you the one I have, which is none of them. None of them. It was, are you sure you're on the wrong right series? Oh, wait. Huh. What number is that? Good question. What size is that thing? Is that, is that a like magazine? A, it's a golden age size, almost magazine size. 
pretty good copy too. Oh, this is issue number twelve. Twelve. Yeah. So I, so I found this. Fifties? I don't. Give me the time frame on this book. What is this? Nineteen fifty-four, I do believe. Fifty-four. Yeah. So, um, sorry about that. I was got excited for a second, but yeah, excited. um, pretty. I mean, you don't see them that often. The only reason I got it because I'm a Redskin fan, and somebody had it on their wall at, a, and I was buying something else. I said, "Hey, you want to throw that in?" Yeah. Just give me fifty bucks for it. I go, okay, boom. <laughs> so it's done. But uh, something you don't see too often, uh, especially if you're, you know, I was thinking, who knows, man? Now that the name has changed, who knows? Maybe people will start collecting it. And he's actually a, an Indian hero in a Native American hero in this book. So you know, when people say, you know, so Redskin isn't derogatory in this context. I know nowadays, you know, every, you know, everything is totally different. But we always have the Washington Football Team name, so <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Um, look at this. Awesome. Human Torch 1948. I dig the way they draw her. So sultry looking. Oh, um, yeah. is that, uh, who is that kid? Um, is that like little looks like Namor? Little Namor, like right? I mean, it does. I don't know who it is, though. But this is the Human Torch, so who knows what's... Uh, is that your ward? <laughs> what do you mean, ward? You're from Earth, aren't you? No, I'm from Kansas. That is Earth. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I was just acting out a little scene. Ooh, uh, speaking comics. of Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, that's a cool uh, one. I had this yeah. book at one time. 1967, 361 for 6.0, <sighs> man. Man, this book used to be on the cheap. You could find it for like 10, 15 bucks on the walls. Oh, man. You know, we got to do horror on here. Look at oh, this man. gnarly son of a gun. Nice. Number one. Strange Mysteries. This is Strange Mysteries number one from Superior Publishers in 1951. PA to cover. 375 for a 3.0. Wow. Gnarly, gnarly, gnarly. Um, why not? Why not? Everybody's been blowing up that picture and looking at blowing second appearance of the out. Vulture. Amazing Spider-Man number seven. 375 for raw comic you know these these spider-man villains are gonna blow up when the trailer you know uh, if you guys haven't seen uh like uh sony was like here's the poster feel free to blow it up and then people just went off with it like hey there's mafiso there's galactus you know, there. <laughs> that, that was hilarious so uh this is uh number 39 not the first appearance but 379 for 3.5 that's a 3.5 look at this crazy wonder woman cover uh, let's go back and talk more Star Wars. I have a feeling tomorrow, uh, tomorrow people are going to have their eBay windows open when they announce some Star Wars stuff. This is Star Wars The Clone Wars number 2, 330 for a 9.8. Man, I tell you what, when these books came out in 2008, nobody, nobody gave a crap Dark Wars, about Nobody them. wanted them. Oh, my God. Look at this. Some Mortal Kombat love for you guys. Mortal Kombat, Katana, and Melina. Learn the shocking sexy. The origin of Katana and Melina. I don't even know who the hell they are, to be honest with you. Um, hey. Whoa. What, that what is that? Mars. Dope this looking. is the Chaos wow, Comics no sneaker pool. Mike Mayhews. Yeah, this those is the Virgin variant. Dude, I, I don't know, man. I mean, these take way less room. If you're a sneakerhead, I think you want to get these, right? Yeah. The, you know, they're hit or miss. I mean, you know... Um, Definitely the Miles Morales ones were hot, you know, when, uh, cause you know, it's Amazing Spider Man, you know, but well, this is the Amazing Batman Spider-Man. ones, though. They're going to drop yeah. tomorrow or the, yeah. whenever they drop. I'll show them again before we leave. Oh, I love this cover. Hold on, Tim. Yeah. Go back up to that many deaths. This one? Oh, look at the that. The many one. deaths. Yeah. That is gorgeous. David Mack. Um, it looks like a blue light cover. Nah, yeah, it does. Dope. David Mack uh, from Kabuki fame. 
This is a virgin black foil. Awesome Come foil on. covers, one in 100. That's kind of awesome. when he did that. Come on. Yeah. Uh, it only came out in April 2021. So there you go, man. Mm. Uh, I want to look at this Star Wars book because I love this I cover. Have, I have one of those out at CGC right now. Look at that. This is the newsstand. Return of Boba Fett. You know Boba Fett's going to... You know that trailer's going to drop tomorrow, too. Captain uh, Adam. Captain Adam. Where's he at? Where's Captain Adam? Right, right here. Oh, my God. Look at those shorts. <laughs> the shorts, man. And the Rock boots. Shorts, oh, son. Shorts oh, and the boots. Stories. 52 pages. Look at that. From 1950. 270. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got some stuff to do, so... Um, here. Here we go. I'll just read it to you guys as promised. Um, hold on, hold on. One, I can open up. Hold on, I can open up another window. Hold on. If you guys just watched <laughs> the last three videos that we've been doing about the stuff that's going to be dropping on Disney Plus Day, you guys wouldn't have. You might need this from me. Here so you know. uh, I, I can't copy and paste it, but uh, here you go. Um, we're here. I'm hearing that possibly these will be announced, uh, but are definitely in development. Uh, the ones in bold, I'm just going to tell you: a Valkyrie series, a Gamora series, possibly pre Guardians of the Galaxy. Ghost Riders could be plural with Johnny Blaze uh, and Danny Ketch. A Sword Show, a Captain Carter live action show, a Howard the Duck live action show, um, a Thunderbolts, a Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers or some iteration of those. Um, Werewolf by Night, which has been talked about already. Yeah. Young Avengers, most probably. Uh, the Patriot and Don't Sleep on the White Vision. That book that's coming back. Uh, there's going to be a White Vision show to kind of you know, continues on where he goes. And uh, another one on this list that we dropped three weeks ago that already came to fruition is Adam Warlock with Pip the Troll. This was before the official announcement came of the actor Will Poulter playing uh, Adam Warlock and before people call, saw Pip the Troll in the Eternals. So we, hey, score one for us. We Sometimes we get one right. Um, Dakota North, possibly for Hulu. So it won't be announced tomorrow, probably. Daredevil, uh, it's going to be called The Man Without Fear. Punisher is going to be called The Punisher War Journal. There's going to be a Jessica Jones series, most probably for Hulu. Um, Iron Fist, without Finn Jones, possibly could be paired for Luke Cage for either a Power Man and Iron Fist show or a Heroes for Hire show. Daughter of the Dragon, the Two-Gun Kid, obviously, for because Marvel's doing Westerns. The Kingpin Limited series to flesh out the character, and I am, I am hearing they want to bring back D'Onofrio to do that. Um, Elektra, going to revive her as well. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they want to bring that back and give it a proper budget on Disney Plus. Um, but I don't know if it would be called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or, or something else, uh, but we shall see. Blank show for Disney, Blink, excuse me, for Disney Plus. And Gambit. I hope I did that. I uh, hope you guys paid attention to that because um, if not, go check out the videos I've been dropping for like the last. <laughs> Go check out the videos oh, I've been yeah. dropping for the last three weeks. Uh, we also have a Mutants one. So um, hopefully those come to fruition tomorrow, boys and girls. I'm just saying watch the Disney uh, Plus show with your eBay browser open so you can snatch them up early. I think it starts as early as 6 a.m. tomorrow for us. And then uh, later on, on the actual Disney Plus itself, there's going to be some stuff. But I think announcements going to start dropping at 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern. 6 a.m. for us, which is uh, kind of sucky, but uh, you got very, just text me if something major comes up so I could just go out and, uh, and buy it. Um, uh, da, 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 do. Uh, speaking of sneaker variants, I'm trying to just pay all the bills right now, man. If you saw this, the sneaker variant that showed up on the Shakers list, this is dropping tomorrow on krscomics.com. This is the Dark Knight. This is the Black Label. So this is the giant kind of magazine-sized book from Mike Mayhew. Go to krscomics.com tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, use discount code LOTLB to save uh, 15% off of that book. 
Also, make sure you hit a McDonald's and buy a McRib. They're fucking delicious. Um, I just got one today. And if you man, get fries and a drink, it's damn near $9, man. So uh, just, just shout out to our, the McRib, basically. Shout it out. Shout it out. Um, all right. So we're going to do the drawing now for these from our friend at Nat Daddy Collectibles, Swamp Dogs, number one. All right. Um, you guys, all you guys had to do was go and drop, uh, leave a comment on the video that we did yesterday. Uh, so you guys got 30 seconds to do that while I get things ready. All you had to do is put hashtag, hashtag swamp dogs. Very hashtag simple. swamp dogs on that yeah, video. Make sure you put the hashtag in there. Tell you what, I'll give you guys 10 seconds to go over get there, in there and put the link yeah, in there for her. Get it in there. Come on. Slide up in there and throw your thing down, guys. All right. So here's the link to the video. Our friends from Nat Daddy Collectibles were nice enough to Give it to it. So while I'm getting the randomizer ready, why don't you guys just shout out people in the live chat there? Absolutely, man. Let's hit the live chat. We've had a fantastic crowd as always on Thursday. And what I see Image Comics 92 Uncanny Swag is hanging out with us. The almighty Liger King. Liger King, any. Juggy Liger's Fresh. Man, yeah. DLR. Air Spider 23 Doppelgangster 77. Hawaiian Punch 72 is in the chat. Thanks for hanging out with us. Come on. Now's your time. Get your comment in so I can get your name out here. And knock off that McRib slander, too. <laughs> hey, yeah, no slander. What? Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Comic book so countdown. Benny Blanco says, say my name, say my name, Benny Blanco. There you go. All right. Uh, five, ten, nine, seven, six. Here, you got the... You got the I'm going to give you the uh, cannonball and then we're going to do it because uh, they know that runs about 10 seconds. So instead of just counting down, so it's kind of not a really cannonball, but, you know, ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! All right, let's get right to it. Let's see. Uh, let me get comments. Still same amount. So uh, there we go. Um, let me share this randomizer thingy. Okay. The randomizer yeah, thingy. Go. Full screen here. As you see, I'm filtering by uh, hashtag Swamp Dogs. Okay. Let me get YouTube comments here. 44 two have more people Ooh. have entered since then nice. so we're gonna pick two winners uh so we're gonna start the raffle right now so uh, good luck everybody get a free copy of swamp dogs house of crows number one all right big congratulations. Joe, brown. joe brown i will leave a comment and hopefully you can get back to me the second right. best jb in the room yeah <laughs> Second winner, David Shane. David Shane and Joe Brown. Congratulations, Congratulations. for the uh, Swamp Dogs. Look at that. We did all that and still kept the show within an hour. Huh? Wow, that's professional. I didn't want to tell you how. And I just and I finished the graphics like five minutes before the that's show. That's time so. management. That is time management. <laughs> we should run seminars. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Uh, Jack, any last words? Oh man, listen. I've had two McRibs in the last week since being on this show. Uh, so I, I got to take a week off. But <laughs> there'll be none of that slander in the chat. 
<laughs> no, they're not. I had one today. I don't even care, man. Because <laughs> sometimes they, you know, they mess around with the bag, and then you get it, and the, and the ribs all sliding out, and the and man. The, and the, I made. I got one, and they made that shit saucy, boy. I, it was oh, mess, it was a messy it. one. Stop Kept sliding out the bag. All right, now you're getting dirty. But anyway, any last words, Dark Side Jedi? <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Uh, so Tuesday is my birthday. I'm oh. turning 45, and what better way to celebrate than to have a giveaway? I want to do a little bit of trivia. I want to give some comics away. I want to have some fun. So after the top 10 list, join us, and uh, we're going to do a little birthday giveaway. Nice. Yeah. yeah we're working on the, the little fanboy fight club. Little fanboy fight club. So hey, it's good to see one of the winners is actually in the live chat. So uh congratulations, Shane. I believe it was. Uh Shane or uh, David Shane, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. Uh my Instagram is just say Lord's Longbox three times and I appear, basically. Uh, it's basically I'm like Candyman. Um yeah. I just watched right, Beetlejuice the other day. Before. I just watched can the new Candyman the other day. It was pretty trippy, man. Like you remember the original Candyman? Yeah. Uh yeah. I saw the new one. Was it wasn't too bad? It wasn't it's too the same bad, guy, right? isn't it? Same dude? No, it's not. Oh no, but the same no. guy was would have been awesome. I think he passed away. I think I thought oh, the original okay. actor passed away. Yeah. So, speaking of Candyman, JB, any last words? No, I just want to shout out the chat one last time, man. What a great chat we've got on this show, and Tuesday nights and Sundays. If you're watching Lords of the Long Box, you know you're having a good time. Make sure you hit the thumbs up on your way out, and that's it. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, um, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I can't find uh, this is going to be a huge show. We're going to have a Warlock long-term spec list that my man Mikey Sutton has heard about that they're developing. They're going to they want to spin off Warlock into his own uh, kind of solo series on Disney Plus to kind of flesh out the character before or I don't know, probably probably after Gardens of the Galaxy and then you know continue, continues on. But stay tuned for that and huge announcement about Mikey Sutton's new comic Dreamwalker. Uh, when to get it? Where you can get it? the cover for it, uh, other artists cover for it. So uh, we're doing big things, man. Uh, Mikey Sutton's comic is dropping real soon, and we're going to make the official press release this Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific. So make sure you tune in on Sunday show. Find out more about Mikey Sutton's Dreamwalker comic. A lot of people have been working really hard behind the scenes on it, so we can't wait to talk to you guys about it. So for uh, Mr. Bolo, Dark Sajida on JB, this is TiVo. Remember, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out, boys and girls.